Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. All right. We are live. We're recording in social isolation. No, not really. <laughs> Socially distanced recording. So if um, you notice a little difference in the sound of our voices or our mics, it's because we're using our digital <laughs> setup. Yes. Just two blocks away from each other. <laughs> yeah. On we our do computers live in, the same yeah. in our home offices. So, um, which has worked out really well. We had an interview and now we're recording you and I, and it's just, we got to catch up a little bit before this, which was wonderful because self-isolation, um, it's hard. And even though some folks are used to working from home, the means at which everyone is home and why, and just even being, having, or I guess the ability to go do other things that's been taken away. So it's just still a different environment. Right. And that can all be very heavy and mm -hmm. a challenge. I know this has been hard. I don't work well f from home for long periods of time. I like to get out intermittently. Now my husband's home and my kiddo, um, her daycare is still open, but we're choosing her, choosing to keep her home and keep her safe. And mm -hmm. that is hard because it's new, it's different. So my, all my energy has been directed in other places. <clears throat> yeah, and I think what we wanna talk about today is the elephant in the room that is, you know, the coronavirus and every single facet of life that has interrupted. And um, what Lindsay and I really have been talking about a lot lately, just the two of us, is the grieving process and how all of the emotions that we've been experiencing throughout this whole thing have been grief. And at first, I was, tell I was telling Lindsay, I said, at first I thought I was just a crazy person because it was like emotionally I would be fine and then I would be really sad and then I would be really angry and then I would be like, everything's fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's fine. And then all of a sudden things weren't fine and things would, you know, and so it felt like I was on an emotional roller coaster. And then I had a friend point out that it was grief and I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that because, you know, I mean, that's not something that's on the forefront of your mind when it's, a situation like this, if it were the death of a loved one or, you know, marriage ending or something that would make more sense. But, um, Brene Brown just did a podcast with a grief expert and he basically said grief is the death of, you know, anything. It's, it's the loss of anything. And we're losing a lot right now. And it seems like everywhere you look, there's more loss and there's more loss to come. And so I think one of the things that I've been very frustrated about, because we've been spending a lot more time on social media because, you know, we're all kind of bored. And well, I follow a lot of inspirational accounts and really influential people. And I love them under normal circumstances, but I have not loved them so much under COVID circumstances because it's brought up a lot of shame around feelings that are being felt right now. And I wanted to acknowledge that for our listeners because 
if you're experiencing emotions and you feel like whatever you're feeling is wrong, I want you to know that it's not. Um, and you can grieve anything right now. You can feel badly about any loss you've experienced, whether it means your trip got canceled, whether it's a total first world problem, like, I don't know, there's a lot of them, you know, not having enough toilet paper. That's a first world, <laughs> that's a first world problem. And, um, not being in your social group, not being able to connect in person or gather or any of that. It's just, it's every, you know, and it doesn't mean that just because you're experiencing, there is no comparison in grief. So just because you're experiencing a loss that maybe not, you know, even comparable to the magnitude of maybe somebody losing their job or losing a loved one to this illness, um, or losing a loved one, not to the illness, but it's kind of a secondary thing right now because everyone is so focused on the virus and, um, it, it's okay. It's okay to feel those feelings. And it doesn't mean that your loss is any less than someone else's. And I've been seeing a lot of things go around about don't be a victim right now. Pick yourself up. Use the time that you've been given. Get some shit done. Do the things. Be on all blah, blah, blah. And I, while I appreciate that, and for and some days that does speak to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling really in the mood to just kill today and get all of the things that I wanted to do that were on the back burner bring them to the forefront and really start planning. And some days I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't want to. I just want to be sad today and I want to eat carbs and be sad. I want to eat carbs and be sad. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't feel bad about that because other people are out there hustling or promoting that. You know, and I think we feel a little bit of shame around our choices right now. So whether you're binging on Netflix or if you're a parent, and I know there's a lot of parents out there right now who are feeling guilty about yelling at your kids or getting frustrated with your kids, um, that's normal. And you shouldn't feel bad or guilty about any of those things. Everyone's just doing the best they can right now. Absolutely. And if, and if what fills your cup is a Netflix binge or a run or working on your side hustle, that's up to you, but you shouldn't let anyone else make you feel bad about the things that you are or are not doing right now. And you certainly are not a victim for feeling your feelings or for going through the stages of grief. Exactly. And they can change at any moment, right? Like you're saying, like they highs, do. very high highs and low lows, and they seem like they come in an instant. And that is also okay. So one day you could be feeling really sad and other days you're like, you know, I feel really good today and I'm going to take this opportunity to stay at home and rest or reorganize or, or do whatever or um, connect, right? And you start reaching out to other people because the the process of grieving, um, and again, like Jenna said, we've, we've lost so much and it looks different for everybody. You know, the greatest loss is the one that's yours, right? And there are a lot of people, especially young people who are experiencing um, maybe a big loss for the first time during this time. And that's new to them and scary. And so I love, I love the mantras that are all out there that say, you know, we're all in this together. And on that podcast, they, that Jenna mentioned, we'll put that in the show notes too, for everybody to listen to and, con and connect, um, on a deeper level with, with what, um, 
the cycle of grief and what that is because it's not linear, right? It's just descriptions of what these different stages look like and they can show up in different times and different ways. Um, but we are all in this together and we also need to be aware of the ones that we influence as well um, and being mindful to where they're at because we can be grieving and also be compassionate and empathetic to others who are grieving and that can help us heal as well. Yeah. And I think too, one of the things that I've seen and the th one of the things that we'll continue to see right now is the best and worst parts of the human experience. And that includes, you know, starting with, you know, the worst first, that includes people being more selfish. That includes people hoarding, unfortunately, groceries and toilet paper. And anytime your fear mechanism is completely lit up and your survival, you go into complete survival mode, you're going to see the worst in people. And you're also going to see, I've also seen and felt the generosity of so many humans just coming together and helping each other and being, you know, with that, we're all in this together mentality and just being um, there for each other in ways that I feel like we weren't before the generosity of people and the empathy of people helping other people has been so that has definitely in my life and what I've seen, and maybe I'm just choosing to see these moments more, but I can't tell you, like it's been so refreshing to see. And it's been really kind of filling that cup of mine of like, we have hope here. I hope that when we're past all of this, we can continue to treat each other this way where, you know, we go out of our way to help others in need and see that people are hurting and whether it's just a, whether it's helping somebody financially or, you know, saying, Hey, don't worry about it this time. I, I bought your toilet paper. Who cares? You know, not a big deal. Or if it's just lending emotional support to somebody who's in need of it, you know, I know Jake and I have been trying to support local businesses as much as we possibly can um, and being generous to those. And it's been awesome to see how you can impact somebody's direct life by, you know, if you have the opportunity to do that. But it's also awesome if you have the opportunity to just be there for people without judgment, without any predisposed thoughts and just be, hold space for them. And I think that's important. That's what we all need right now. We're all grieving. And so for you to find your people that can hold space for you, no matter the magnitude, it's really important. So make sure you have your people. And if you don't have your people, you can, you have us, Lindsay and I, we are in a Facebook group, um, the art of getting your shit together VIP tribe. If you have not joined us over there, you can DM either of us on Facebook and, or you can, you know, post anything that you're struggling with in the group. And we have such a great supportive community in there, our little small, but mighty community. And everyone is so supportive in there. So if you need somebody, even if it's just digital, or if maybe you want to be anonymous and not go to anyone, you know, um, we're here for you. Absolutely. And even if you follow us on Instagram, you can message us directly and we would love to connect with you there. Um, Jen, I love what you said about, you know, not non-judgment and, you know, I always talk about, you know, live a curious life, always go in it with curiosity, ask questions, ask better questions. And 
I think no judgment and going in with curiosity to see how people are experiencing it. How can you help them? Um, how can you offer that support is tremendous right now. The judgment and how people are either responding to this, how they're acting, how they're coping, you know, it's actually really none of our business. That's how they're handling it. But if you can help support them in ways that they need it, do that. Don't judge what they're doing, right? We're all just, we're all just trying to get through this. So just because someone, you know, is hustling and someone is, you know, binge watching Sex in the City like I've been, <laughs> um, feeling very nostalgic during that too. It makes me kind of feel old because I still love that show and it was aired so long ago. Um, it's all okay. It's day by day. That's a good point. There are people that deal with things differently. I know some people deal with it with humor and um, just kind of feeling happy, all the happy feelings. Our sevens out there are probably really, really struggling because they like happy all the time. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> and, uh, the icky feelings that we have to feel right now are intense and you can process through them however you want, but I want to encourage you to process through them instead of pretending like it doesn't exist. And however that looks for you is how it looks. I know for me, I can tell you a couple of things that have really worked for me. One of them is obvious, but crying. I have cried a lot. And I've cried happy tears and I've cried sad tears. Um, but I always feel better afterward when I let out, even if it's just a few tears. It's not like a sob fest, although I have had those too. But just crying, you know, letting that energy out, taking care of your emotional hygiene. Christine Hassler did a really great IGTV on keeping your emotional and spiritual hygiene kind of intact during this time. And a lot of that has to do with release. So whatever that means for you, if that means you need to be active or dance it out or go for a run or cry or she, one of the things she talks about is an adult temper tantrum where you lock yourself in the room and you punch pillows and you just let it out. You know, that's more my style. I would enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. And what basically what she was saying is, your emotions manifest inside of your body as energy. And so if you you need to release that, otherwise... They need to go somewhere. Yeah, they need to go somewhere. And I think the thing that I want to kind of highlight here is the importance of feeling your feelings and allowing yourself to grieve going through this process is it's going to help you obviously be more emotionally healthy but it builds your immune system. We are worried right now about keeping ourselves healthy and not getting sick and stress, worry, fear, all of these things, which are natural to feel. It doesn't mean you can't feel them, but it means that you have to feel them. You can't just push them down because you're suppressing your emotions. You're suppressing your immune system. You are making your whole, the whole body because your emotions are connected with your physical body, are connected with your spiritual presence. And it sounds a little woo-woo, but they're all connected. And so I just wanted to give permission because I think some of us feel like we need permission to just feel the things that we're feeling and go through the emotions. And if that means you're pissed off or if that means you're in denial or you're bargaining with God or you know what, it's fine. It's good. And that's the way it should be. You should definitely acknowledge the feeling and allow it to be 
don't push it away because somebody on Instagram is telling you you need to hustle and pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. I think feeling the feeling and identifying what that is um, is really powerful. And when you feel ready to move through it, like you're like, okay, I've had my cry. Now what? You know, now I feel like I have the energy and I'm, you know, I, I've had that release of that energy. Now where do I want to go? Um, Dr. Morgan Francis, who I follow on Instagram, she shared, you know, a couple ways to be able to move through it when you're ready. And I love what she said. She said, one, you need to name what you're feeling and um, currently, and what does that cause you, right? What does that feeling cause you? Does it cause you anxiety? Does it cause, you know, a tremendous amount of sadness? And you're, you know, you're feeling that, but you're really just kind of identifying it. And then to identify that opposite feeling, what do you need to achieve that? If I want to feel hopeful, more optimistic, you know, just moving away from that sadness a little bit, what do you need to achieve that? And a lot of times it's just simply moving your body, right? Or, you know, connecting with somebody. It could be something small. It could be journaling. It could be. I think a lot of us kind of know what helps us to feel better. Yeah. Mine, I, I need to move. I need to be alone. I need to get outside. Definitely, even if I'm just standing outside, I know that helps me the most. But, and then pivot towards that. Do that thing um, when you're ready. But you don't have to push away that feeling, like Jenna said. You can be in it and experience that feeling. And there's nothing wrong with that. And if someone else is experiencing a feeling and maybe you're not even identifying with that and you're wondering, why are they so sad? It doesn't matter. Be there for that person. You know, show compassion. You don't have to be empathetic so to feel it yourself, but be compassionate towards what the other person is going through because it's very real for them. No, that's great. I think, um, you know, for me, like I said, crying helps. Um, moving my body helps. Just getting still. Meditating also helps. Feeling connected. I always say, you know, I've been having a lot of conversations with the universe lately and, uh, I feel like, again, I'm like, I feel like a crazy person. <laughs> um, but I'm like, you know what? It makes me feel better in the moment. And so I just go with it. Whatever it is. Sometimes what that looks like is eating a cupcake. And again, no guilt. No. My brother-in-law dropped off, dropped off some crumble cookies. And they were amazing. And I devoured one just and loved every moment of it. <laughs> not be mad about that. Oh, I love crumble. The, just the chocolate chip ones are just amazing. Stupid. They're so good. Um, yeah. I mean, I know to one of my mechanisms that I've kind of defaulted to is just not listening to the news or I've actually, I know a lot of us are spending a lot of time on social media and I'm not here to tell you what to do. So if you, if that's your jam, go by all means, but I, I'm an anxious person person by nature. And I've found that distracting myself on Instagram can actually make my anxiety worse. So because of not because of I follow a lot of humor accounts and memes and stuff that make me laugh. But I also, you know, see people posting things that I just am not ready to process through. And so that's been really hard. I know, I follow Katie Couric, and she does this daily COVID update. And I used to really appreciate them. And lately I've been very annoyed by them. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh God, this is all so depressing. And so I've just kind of taken a break from certain things that I've recognized are making me feel gross. Good for you to, and to recognize that and to 
make that happen. I think probably the the social media thing is it's so readily available, but I think people would be surprised just limiting that a little bit. And again, we're not telling what to do, but I will as a, as your coach here <laughs> to encourage you to explore that. Um, you'd be surprised on just taking that away and being able to connect in a different way, get in touch with your feeling instead of maybe trying to numb them out by scrolling, what that can do for you and and that outlook. I, I had a client who only spent 30 minutes a day on the weekend, tracked it on her screen time, and she said she felt so much better. She forgot that she knows what's going on, but it's like for a minute I could just be myself. I could celebrate other things. I was enjoying movies that I, you know, some of my favorite movies and just forgetting that there's a pandemic going on, even though I know I don't want to forget it, but just for a moment to have some peace. Yeah. And I think too, it's not necessarily trying to forget what's going on, but it's like you're saying, giving yourself some peace, but also just allowing your, your body to rest, take a break from it. And, uh, it's hard. It's really hard because I know every morning when I wake up, I'm like, Oh, it's not a dream. (laughs) This is real life right now. It's tough. And I know, you know, we're here to recognize the fact that this is hard. And, and, uh, I love Glennon Doyle so much cause her thing, I know she didn't make up the quote, but she definitely has made it hers as we can do hard things. And, um, you know, as, and I just, I kind of want to talk for just a second because I know we've talked about in very recent posts about the Enneagram and somebody posted on Instagram and it was like, how are my Enneagram sixes? How are we doing? And as you guys know from previous episodes, us sixes, myself included, are the anxiety creatures on the Enneagram. And we very do not do, we're the, out of all numbers, have the worst time with uncertainty. And uh, I just, I wanted to share some insights here about uncertainty for a moment because some people thrive with uncertainty. I know you threes are good with this, but... uh, we sixes are pretty much in the dumps when that happens. And so one thing that I've learned is this is the perhaps biggest dose of uncertainty any of us will ever have, regardless of your status, rich, poor, um, Enneagram one through nine, doesn't matter who you are. And we know that our grandparents have experienced and great grandparents have experienced some pretty crazy stuff like world war and depression and other pandemics. And here we are a very, um, we're we're very spoiled in the country that we live in and we're very spoiled with technology and all the amazing things that a first world country and a, and a, an amazing life that we have here. And, here we are experiencing this huge amount of uncertainty. And I believe truly that we have all have something to learn from this. And for me personally, it's that uncertainty is going to be a part of life. And if you can survive this amount of uncertainty, you can do anything. And so I'm like, in one hand, I'll be completely crippled by sadness and anger. And then on the other hand, I swing like we were talking about the low lows and the high highs. And then I'm completely overwhelmed with gratitude and empowerment because I know that at the end of the day, 
as, as a totally anxious, fearing, uncertainty person, this is going to make us stronger, truly, because it's like, oh, I mean, if you can imagine for a minute when we get on the other side, how you're going to feel when it comes to taking risks or when it comes to what's important and what's not important, you're going to know that, okay, that was a really crazy thing that happened to us, a really hard time that we lived through, but we made it through it. We're here and we banded together as humans and we supported each other. And we, 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 most of us now hopefully will be able to work from home more because there's some pretty awesome things happening with companies realizing, Hey, people can get things done remotely and Hey, you know, we can survive uncertain times and, that's empowering to me. I'm like, you know what? We're going to make it through this. I thought the the shit that I was dealing with a couple of years ago was bad <laughs> as far as certain things in business and, you know, things. And it's like, okay, well, we survived a pand- pandemic. We survived the epitome of uncertainty. And now we can take that and allow that to empower us to move forward when we get there. It's hard to see now. And I, I don't see that and feel that way very often. It's very hard for me to get there. But when I do, it just makes me feel so much better knowing how much more um, equipped we're all going to be to deal with crazy situations because we were able to do it. And we we're all kind of able to do it together. Absolutely. And I think it's that collaborative learning and um, discovery of, what can be, you know, what was, what is, and what could be, and really processing all of that and truly finding the opportunities going forward. Our lives will not look the same. Work may never look the same for some. You know, there'll be huge pivots in a lot of people's lives and and in businesses. But that doesn't mean that it's bad, right, going forward. It could, it, I'm, I'm an optimist, and um, mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't believe bad things are not happening. And, you know, I'm not naive to anything like that. But I, I just truly believe that with hard work and deep curiosity, you know, we can always find a good outcome. I agree. I had this text that somebody sent me and it was something that was just being forwarded throughout social media and texting. Um, and I would love to read it. Because I feel like it it was something that made me feel better in the moment. And it helped me kind of reframe the way that I thought about some of this stuff. And I can't remember if I shared it with you, Lindsay, but I'm going to read it right now. And, um, and hopefully it resonates with you. But it goes like this. I don't know if you agree, but something invisible came and put everything in its place. Suddenly, the gasoline went down. Pollution went down. People started to have more time. So much time that they do not know what to do with it. Parents are spending time with their kids as a family. Work is no longer a priority or traveling or social life either. Suddenly we silently see within ourselves and understand the value of the words solidarity, love, strength, empathy, and faith. In an instant, we realize that we are all in the same boat, rich and poor, that the supermarket shelves are empty and the hospitals are full. New cars and old old cars also stand in garages simply because nobody can go out. Empty streets, less pollution, clean air, the land also breathes. 
the human returns to his origins, realizing that with or without money, the important thing is to survive. Today, health is the main thing, even in spite of wanting to have or possessing. It took six days for the universe to establish the social equality that was said to be impossible. Fear invaded everyone. At least this happened to re- at least this happened to realize the vulnerability of the human being. Nature is forcing us to clean up the mess made by ourselves. Our overthrown gods, money, sports, fame, politics. What the coronavirus is teaching us. Our best refuge is home. Our best company is family. Our real time is today. I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, nature's call is stop us. Uh, its message, wait and respect. We are not gods. We are not kings. We do not have the power to control anything. We are a part of a whole, fragile, brittle, and we're vulnerable sometimes. Part of a whole, something that we want to dominate and today is telling us, stop, breathe, respect. Go back to the basics, to the essentials, that the peace of your soul guide you toward what you are, a creation. I have no words. Yeah. So I read that and I was like, and I get all teared up when I do read it because you need to save that forever. Yeah. It's, it's basically, you know, we're all having a major, major human experience all at the same time. And we're all processing this differently. And what Lindsay and I are here to do today is hopefully acknowledge your pain because everyone's feeling pain to some degree and know that um, at, we're, we're going to get through this. We're going to be okay. And um, you are allowed to feel however you want to feel. Um, it does not make you a victim to feel your feelings. And you can grieve right now and as long as you need for any loss that you feel. I hope that you will recognize the humanity in the situation and continue to pay that forward to other people. Give people grace right now. You know, people are suffering in ways that you may not know. Some people are very private about what's going on in their lives. And, you know, we never know who, who's struggling and how badly they're struggling. So reach out. It's hard to see people right now because we're all hold up in our homes, doing our part by, you know, staying home, but reach out to people who, you know, might be struggling, call your mom, call your dad, you know, uh, and just be, I had, I just an example. I have an amazing friend and she's also my attorney and she was on the phone with me all day yesterday, helping me with things. And it was like, please send me a bill for your time. I never want you to feel like you have to just just because we're friends, you have to give me a break on anything. And she said, this is a pandemic and we're all struggling and just pay it forward. And I was like, I, I, I cried, but that's just one of the, one of the many things that I've experienced from other just close friends of acts of generosity and kindness and grace that, um, I'm continuing now to just try to pay forward wherever I can. And so be a good human and support one another and love on one another and try to limit your exposure to the negative stuff because listen, we all know the media sensationalizes everything to the highest degree. 
And uh, the information you need to know is on the WHO website and the CDC, and that's it. Just take your information, um, go on an information diet, and do what fills your cup, whatever that is. We'll leave it at that. And please feel free to come join us in the Facebook group and be a part of our our family. We did a Facebook Live a couple weeks ago. We had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, if it's something that, you know, we can do again, maybe we'll pop in there every other week or something and just connect with everyone with a fun idea or something. something. Yeah. Maybe we'll, do, maybe we'll do a tag as webinar happy hour. Would that be fun? I would love that. That'd be a great time. We'll have to do a poll in the Facebook group who wants to do a Tagus happy hour and we'll get... I think we'd get a lot of people in on that. <laughs> that would be so cool to connect with our listeners and actually meet people. I'm using air quotes face to face. We might have to make this happen. So we love you. Take care of yourself and take care of your emotions and just continue to keep being amazing. You're amazing just how you are right now, no matter what you're doing or feeling. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you for that. We will see you next time, and we'll see you in the Facebook group in the meantime. All right. Stay safe, everybody. We love you. The Art of Getting Your Shit Together is produced and edited by LD Coaching and Blush Cactus Boutique Design Studio. We would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and subscribe, leave us five stars, and write a quick review. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow our tribe. Tag us on Instagram at tagist underscore podcast with your shares, and we'll feature you on our story. Don't forget to grab our free guide, five things you can do right now to get your shit together and start living your best life over at tagus.com slash kick more ass. Remember your life only gets better when you decide to grow and it's never too late to get your shit together.